Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Chats with Children. I hope you're safe and well. Welcome to another Reflections and Forecast 2021-22 interview where I sit down with experts and leaders across life science and pharma to get their views on how 2021 went and also their predictions for 2022. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Oliver Stofer, who is CEO of PTI, which is Packaging Technology Inspections. So Oliver, lovely to see you. Happy New Year, my friend. How are you? Happy New Year, Rizwan. Doing great. Things are fantastic. As good as can be, right? Well, well, it's lovely to see you. And just for you, I got a Yankees jersey put up right behind me just because I know you're in New York. I've got to say I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan, but it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you'll have to give me. I'll have to dig out a Mets jersey. I think I do have one actually sitting in my cupboard somewhere. All and right. we can we can talk about the Mets and how much money they've got to spend on players off camera. But anyway, it's lovely to see you again, my friend. <laughs> so let's talk about 2021 first, though. Um, so, but before we do that, can you give you, if not familiar with PTI, a quick overview of the business? Yeah, so PTI, we're a manufacturer of leak detection and container closure integrity test solutions. We have uh, six technologies to deploy to solve that challenge for the pharmaceutical industry. And what container closure integrity is, it's essentially, does the package leak or not? Container closure integrity is probably the single most critical aspect of a package attribute the packaging attribute right and that's the sterile barrier that protects it from moisture oxygen bacteria so we're there our equipment is there at the production line testing the product for integrity brilliant well thank you for giving me that quick overview so let's start with 2021 and first of all how would you describe 2021 in one word and well, why? Well, for the pharmaceutical industry, I would say that certainly victorious is probably a great word to describe it. It's sort of almost not a victory lap, but we, we did fantastic work. But for PTI itself, I'd say it's spirited. The first half of the year, uh, you know, it, it had its ups and downs. And then, you know, you get to the second half and it just the the amount of work and volume that, that came forward and how we had to deal with it. It, it, it was uh, it was an incredible final hour to the year, and the, the team performed. We we all just put our hands in, and it was uh, it was a lot of spirit. Brilliant! I'm glad to hear it. So um, now, obviously, 2021 was year two of the pandemic, basically. And I know you and I caught up at the beginning of last year, and we talked about how you had to sort of reposition the business in terms of internally working out new systems and so on and managing people working remote and all the other things that you had to do. But as we'd moved into the second year of the pandemic, what other things did you have to do and how did it impact you as a business in year two? Well, I think in year two, you get that this is sort of, we have to navigate this. We have to be flexible. We have to find ways to do this better. Right. So uh, year two, we, we really found ways. We expanded the operation. So that allowed people to spread out, be maskless at desk, things like that. So we, we did things that allowed us to deal with this issue of COVID on a daily basis. And so that that's one thing. But certainly it, it, one of the other things is we had a demo center that was sort of put together in 2020 and in 2021. Uh, with that expansion, we really built it out. We made a fantastic demo center. And what we're doing is we're really trying to leverage that virtual experience uh, far beyond COVID. It, we know that it's going to be here. And that's uh, something that we know is we have to work with. So, yeah. Right. And and looking back at the last 12 months, you know, what are some of the key achievements for you that PTI achieved in the last 12 months? I think, so we have technology achievements 
under our belt. We have entered into the parental pharmaceutical space for automation and uh, inline testing or, you know, so that's something that we've really, uh, that, that's a great achievement for us and really exciting for us to assure parental quality for the industry. But uh, as an organization, what we showed is the ability to leverage our production and the ability to deliver products to the market. So the amount of volume and the, the way that we've really built out this operation, we're able to serve this market better than we ever have with a higher quality product better than we ever have. And that's really uh, showing in, it, it showed up in the final quarter of this year where this machine is so fine tuned. It's, it's really nice, really nice to see. Right. And you, you mentioned that sort of you had a really good end to the year. So did you find that business picked up a lot then in the last half of the year? And why do you think that was? Well, certainly business picked up in the last half. I, one, one theory I have is that project teams, they have, they, they're still remote. You know, the pharmaceutical industry is still remote. They're not in person. So they've been uh, out there uh, struggling to drive projects forward. And it's just, it, it hasn't been the smoothest. And you, you get to Q3 and all of a sudden you say, wait a second, this budget, this project, these things need to happen. We need to move these things. And all of a sudden, it, all of that work just accelerated into Q3 and Q4. And so that, that's a theory I have. Uh, perhaps it's also that we're getting back to normal and that the vaccines allowed those project teams to get back in a room together, right? But it, it, I think that's... It, it, Rightly so, uh, the industry, society, yes, Omicron's hitting us right now here in New York. 10% of uh, the population, uh, I think, has been exposed or, or infected, right? But the, the death, deaths are half of what they were a year ago. Infections are five times of what they were a year ago. So if we do the math, we are now recognizing that there has to be a way to live and function. And I think that's what's happening within, within the broader industries. And do you think then that that trend will continue into 2022 where people will be, uh, you know, sort of planning and the business will be sort of more or less normal for whatever normal may be compared to what it was the first half of last year? Well, we've recreated normal, right? Uh, that was the word from 20. 20 i think the new the new normal right <laughs> so we've recreated it we said that hey when when sickness breaks out or when these things happen we have to do what's best to keep everyone healthy and safe and that's just what we have to do even if i'm vaccinated we know omicron will uh impact me so so we still have to operate in a way that that does that but we're doing uh, we're, we're really i think a much more dynamic organizations and i think all organizations are right I, now i know that obviously you work with PTA and ISP quite a lot uh, on various committees as well. So, so I think this is quite a good question for you. So looking back in the last 12 months, what are some of the key industry developments that you've seen and some of the trends that stood out for you in the last 12 months? Well, I, I will say that the, those trade organizations play such a valuable role in the progression of harmonization, driving standards, really collaborating and creating solutions. Um, Virtual fatigue is real, right? And oftentimes the, the participation in these organizations can be 
a, a voluntary experience. And so I, I, I really hope that we get back into that personal space so that we can get back into a room together, collaborate and create that harmonization. But at the same time, we've had this incubation of ideas that have occurred over the last two years. People have been out there thinking about things and now we're all going to come back together and bring, bring these ideas together. So I think we're going to see one of the most rapid, even though we saw the, the rapid acceleration of vaccine development, we're going to see one of the most rapid periods of, of pharmaceutical concept development going forward because these ideas have been out there and they're coming in. And I think that there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of pent up energy in that space. Well, one of the things I know over the last 12 months, which has come up quite a lot, is supply chain and the impact the supply chain has and the impact pandemic has in terms of accessing uh, materials and so on. So has that had any impact on you as a business? Supply chain certainly has. So supply chain is, is something, you know, I, I just looked yesterday, the, the boats that are wading out there off the, the, the shores of Los Angeles, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it increased over the last week or last month. It's, it's getting worse, right? And Omicron, while the death rate is very low, uh, it's, it's impacting the supply chains across the board, right? So in 2021, we preempted it. We knew, I saw the supply chain issue coming. I knew my parts are not coming in on a container ship in Los Angeles. But if the container is on that ship in Los Angeles, it's not moving uh, pigments for plastics to the place in China where they're making the casings for an, a part that I will get uh, ordered in. So it, these supply chain issues, Omicron is hitting now. Uh, give it a week, uh, a month or two. And uh, the manufacturing supply chain is going to be drastically hit. So really, the only option you have is to increase inventories and preempt that, really forecast it and, and pad, pad your forecast. So that, that's what we did in 2021. It served us very well because once we hit Q3 and Q4, we were there. We were ready. We were ready to serve. And that was... Um, that was exciting. So uh, supply chain is continue, going to continue to be an issue. It's going to be an issue here in about a month, guaranteed. And, and looking back again, are there any areas you think that as an industry, uh, the industry could have done better and how? Well, I think that the industry, one thing, so you have to give the CEO of Pfizer fantastic credit for creating a level of trust and, and really trying to, um, show humility in dealing with the pandemic and showing that ph big pharma is here to help. We're here to help, right? Uh, th that's what it is. Uh, but what we can always do better is really, the, again, this social, we got the science right, but we have to get the social science right. We have to be able to connect people to what the solutions are, what the treatments are, make sure that they understand it. So oh. you can get the medicine right, but you have to explain the medicine in a way that people say, I'm ready. To, I'm ready for this. I want this. This is something that is going to make my life better. So I think the social science is such an important aspect and we've witnessed it over the last two years. Right. Okay. Now let's look ahead to 2022 then. So what are some of your predictions for pharma in 2022? How do you see the year panning out for pharma? Well, we, we certainly are going to get back in, in person, right? So pharmaceutical, the pharma industry is going to get back in person. Uh, we'll let this wave pass, and I think we will uh, we'll see that happen. But for the industry itself, there is a lot of pent-up energy. Again, the, the incubation of ideas, fermentation of those ideas have been happening, and they're all going to come in and uh, really see an accelerated growth in pharmaceutical development 
in the coming five years. So I think that's really exciting. Um, other predictions, it, it's, it's tough to say, you know, where we will go from here. Look, the last two years, there was a level of stagnation and a level of acceleration in other areas that you'd say, wow, okay. And uh, now you go into 2022 and it's just simply going to, some more attention is going to go to those uh, compounds and, and pharmaceutical drugs that didn't receive the attention they needed. And I think that's, that's where we're going to see attention and growth. Right. And, and what about in terms of your own sector, in particular CCIT area? How do you think uh, things will develop in there? And what do you think some things will come to fruition in 2022? So in, in CCIT, we've seen Annex 1 and USP 1207 uh, come to fruition really in advance of the pandemic. And once the pandemic hit, they, uh, they were active. But it's still, these are are. CCIT is something that is tied to regulatory bodies and the regulatory bodies, have they been completely effective over the last two years? You know, are, are they going in and auditing container closure integrity? Uh, it, th that landscape has changed. So I think that the regulatory bodies, they are, they know about these regulations. They know about what needs to be happening. And as we go forward in 2022 and, and you know, beyond, there will be a greater attention to container closure integrity. So absolutely, you know, there, there has been, I think over the last two years, a, a slight stagnation of regulation and, and regulatory oversight in a way, but we ha we've had two years to prepare. Uh, the industry has had two years to prepare. And I think that there will be certainly a lot of attention placed on container closure integrity going forward. And we see that. We, we know that that the, the regulatory bodies are, are much more educated and knowledgeable about this very specific topic. Right. Okay. And what can we expect from PTI in the coming 12 months? Well, it, we always have something on, on the stove, right? And uh, there's a big announcement coming in about a month. So that's really exciting. I'm excited for that. And there are um, some technologies that are in the background that we will be launching this year. And I think that the biggest one is really our entry into automated uh, syringe parenteral leak detection uh, using high voltage with robotics. So we have some automated systems that you will see footage of in the coming months, uh, automated parenteral leak detection. And so I think that's really exciting. Really great stuff. Fantastic. And finally, um, how can people meet you guys in person or virtually and get more information about what you do as a business? Well, I think what we're, we're really hoping to get into that virtual space. So Akima, I'm, I'm excited to get get to Akima. I think it's now in August. So that'll be, uh, we're really looking forward to that. And there's a few other shows on the docket that um, I believe are, are coming forward this year, but a lot of them are, are getting pushed to, to second half of the year. So it's a very fluid situation. But I will say this, that our demo center is the best way to experience <laughs> us and to, to, to reach us. So if you wanted to, you can reach out to PTI, go to our website, ptiusa.com, one word, ptiusa.com. And on the website, we can, you just simply put in your information, say you'd like a demo, and you will have a world-class virtual experience, something that we developed over the last two years. And I think that is an exciting development that many people within the industry are, are now uh, 
showing showing that as as the fruit of, of their their labor over the last few years. Brilliant. All right. Well, look, Oliver, as always, it's a joy meeting you. It's lovely to see you. I'm glad you're well. Um, I, it sounds lots of exciting stuff. So I look forward to the news in a month's time to see what you're doing. Um, so all I can say is that thank you very much and have a wonderful 2022. I wish you lots of success. Rizwan, thank you so much. It was fantastic. And it's always great to see you. Thank you. And thank you viewers for watching. I hope you found that interesting and useful. If you agree or disagree with Oliver, feel free to put your comments below the video. If you'd like to know more about the different technologies talked about and also check out the demo suite that as Oliver just mentioned, then you can go to their website, you can message Oliver directly or even put a comment below uh, the video as well. And I'm sure someone will get back to you and talk to you about that more. So all that's let me say is Oliver, happy new year once more. Have a fantastic 2022. And viewers, a happy 2022 to you as well. And as always, stay well and stay safe.